0: Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it, being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Wow. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now turn, if you would, to Romans chapter 14 and verse 22. Romans 14 and verse 22. Got your place there? Say amen. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he allowed. He that doubted, if eat, because he eateth not of faith. Read with me the last few words in that sentence. Ready? For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Wow. Tonight, I want to, on this journey to courageous faith, I, I felt the need to back up. Probably this should be the first message I preached in this thought. But a necessity, we need to back up And talk about faith, facts. There's a lot of people who have a lot of different ideals, uh, uh, opinions, and and ideals about this thing called faith. And uh, maybe tonight we can help you with some of those. All right? We're certainly going to try to do so. Mark Metcalf leads to a throne of grace. Amen. You may see him. There is this perception with meaning, of God's children that seem to think that um, so you can believe God for great things unfortunately I don't have great faith so I can't believe God for great things wow where does that leave us how does God look at all that how does God look at this thing called faith. All through the Bible, he talks about the word faith, mentioned over 300 times. On several occasions, he asked the question, why is it you have little faith? On one occasion, he asked, why is it you have no faith? Other times, he spoke of those and and he marveled, he marveled at them having great faith. So it seems to appear that it just fluctuates all over the place. With all these different people and different ones and having great faith, and it seemed to be a a great misunderstanding, if you will, of what faith actually means. Is it the power of positive thinking? Is it? Okay, I believe it, so it's going to happen. Is that faith? Martin Luther said this, faith sees the invisible. How do you see something invisible? But he said, faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible then he accepts the impossible and does without indispensable and bears the intolerable. Henry David Thor said, if I seem to walk out of step with others, it is because I'm listening to another drumbeat. I love what C.H. Spurgeon said, a little faith will bring your soul to heaven. But great faith will bring heaven to your soul. I like that. The Baseball Hall of Fame's in Cooperstown, New York. Football Hall of Fame's in Canton, Ohio. And the Cowboy Hall of Fame is in Oklahoma City. But the Faith Hall of Fame is here in Hebrews chapter 11. The Westminster Abbey of of Scripture says it is a shrine filled with the names and lives of triumphed people who lived lives of faith. In so doing, the writer of Hebrew gives us an example to follow as we embark and endeavor to live the life of faith. And so tonight, let's just look at this thing and maybe just. And for some of you, I, I, it's, you're going to leave something. I knew everything he preached. But could you understand that there'll be someone sitting close to you that has no idea what faith means? And we all need to know faith in the hour we're living. And in uncertainty, and chaotic times we're living, can we all agree we need to have faith in God like never before? Amen? First of all, we see faith demonstrated. Now, we've got to distinguish between two things. The word faith and the words the faith. In Jude chapter 1 and verse 3, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the common salvation, it was needful for you that I write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Which was once delivered unto the saints. The faith refers to what we believe. However, the word faith in Hebrews eleven mentioned speaks of the project of our faith or how we believe. Now, the Bible really doesn't do a good job defining faith to us. As a matter of fact, the only concise definition of faith uh, is Hebrews chapter eleven and verse number one. That's that's the only one we have. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so I believe there's five ingredients of how Bible believing And Bible behaving is demonstrated. The reality is this. Faith is not something you know. Faith is something you live. It's not in learning something. It is the doing of something. One thing you notice right off the bat in chapter eleven of of, uh, of Hebrews chapter eleven, by faith they sat on their laws and did nothing. Isn't it amazing? No. By faith Enoch was translated. By faith Noah being warned of God uh, and prepared an ark. Uh, by faith, Abraham was called to go into a land. Went by faith. All these, it was it was a action word, and faith is not just knowing something, having knowledge of something, but it is doing it. Now, I, I can illustrate that for you. How many knows this is a chair? Wake up. How many knows this is a chair? How many knows it'll hold me up? Do what? You don't? Okay. I know that's a chair. I, I know it's got four legs on it. But that's not faith. I can know that all day long. It's like you. You can know the Bible. But until you do the Bible, it's not really real. It's just something you know. Husbands have Bible how they ought to treat their wife. They can know that until the the cows come home. But the reality is until they do it, wives can know how they ought to treat their husband, but until they do it, it's of no value. Now I know this church and I've got knowledge of that, but faith is when I do this. Now here's the amazing thing to me. We exercise faith every day in things we can't see. And yet, we make excuses why we can't believe God. Okay, I, I'm, 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 I can, I'll test you. Okay, how many breathe air today? I'm a little, boy, some of us are a little slow. I'm telling you, we're going to get there, though. I know school's been out a while, and the COVID's got everybody un, unnerved, but how many breathe air today? All right, could you see it? How did you know it was there? You didn't see it. But when you woke up and took that breath, you hoped there was oxygen for you to breathe. We do this all the time. And so let me show you five things, uh, five ingredients of this verse to help us maybe understand or define this thing called faith. First of all, it's a present reality. Now, faith is okay. Well, preacher, I I I I, I believe that, but you you just don't understand. You just don't understand. I heard the news about all this? The doctors are saying, and don't you? Hadn't you heard all the reports? And hadn't you? And and preach, I I believe you, but you just don't understand my situation. Well, what is your situation? Is it bigger? Because now faith is, in other words, faith is not something that's going to be done in the future. It's not something that's being done in the present. I mean in the past. It is something that you and I possess right now. That means we don't have to lean on the past of what place God Boy, I wish we'd get back the old time religion. What about the religion now? Why not I worshiping God now? Why not do something for God now? Faith is present. I don't have to pull up the past to serve God. Well, whenever I get this done and that done, I'm going to serve God. What about today? What about now? It does not lean on the past nor to the future. It lives in the present. Jesus showed up. Lazarus been dead four days. And Martha says, Now Jesus, if I had been here, my brother, would not have died she believed in the past Jesus sought to console her he reminded her that her brother would rise again here's what she said I know they shall live in the resurrection at the last day she believed in the future but notice Martha Martha church member unbeliever Martha, I am the resurrection in life. Now, he walks to the tomb, said move the door. Hey, Lazarus, come forth. I like what he said next. Loose him and let him go. So you see, faith is present. Number two, it produced reaction. Faith is not something we can produce, but something we can practice. Faith is a gift which is produced by God in God. It is produced by God in God. Now, if faith is something that you profess... It ought to be something you practice. James 2.17 So faith, if it had not works, is dead. In other words, I'm not saved by works. But I'm saved to works. In other words, if I'm saved, if I'm born again, if I believe God, then it ought to produce in me a desire to, to work for him. And the Bible says, if you even so the if faith that if had not works, in other words, by faith, nothing's there. Now what good is that? You say, well, I tell you, by faith, nothing written. You've done nothing. So the reality is, God says it produced reaction. Number, th- number three, it's a powerful resource. Now, faith is the substance. The word substance speaks of standing under something. That's what the word means. It means standing under something. In other words, faith is what stands under a man or that which a man stands on. We cannot stand on our feelings because, trust, how many understand? Our feelings change with the wind. Amen. We can't necessarily stand on faith because there are times when our faith is weak. The truth is, we stand by faith on facts, and the fact is, we stand by, on, on the faith in Jesus Christ alone. Someone said this, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. That's the biggest lie you ever heard in your, in your entire life. God said it, now it's settled. Whether well, you believe it or not? God's Word doesn't change. Now, many today simply have faith in faith. Now, now let me show you. There's no substance, no source. No standard to their belief. In other words, their faith is like this. I believe that, that chair will hold me up. Well, I'm going to believe. I believe. Preacher, I believe. God will hold that chair. Hold me up. Amen. But they will never sat down. Their faith never puts, you don't put legs on it. By faith, it ought to put some legs on it. Years ago, I heard this story and I loved it. And this bar opened up next to this church. It was a, it was a, a very spiritual church, and that bar opened up and man, they got to playing about that bar, and in just a few weeks, that thing burned down. I mean, burned down. They started questioning. One old woman said, yeah, while y'all were praying, I tried to put legs on my prayer. I want her to set it on fire. I don't think y'all do that, but I'm here to tell you. Just believe and you'll receive it. That's high-level begging. That's all that is. Bless God when you say something, believe it, and then do something about it. What are you believing in? Oh, I'm telling you, the substance of our faith Is in the Word of God and the God of the Word. Amen. If God said, number four, it brings perfect rest. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The word hope doesn't speak of a positive attitude or hoping for the best, it is a word that rather means a confident expectation in that which is to come. And our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And without Him, we have no hope. But with Him, we have an eternity of hope. Without Him, we have no hope. Number five, it's a persistent, a persistent reliance. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is not based on that which we can see but that which we cannot see, it clings to the invisible, not the visible. If you can see how, the way it's going to work, if you can see it, if you go wait to see something, you'll never do anything for God. I've never, I've never, I've never understood and been able to see how that I can give God 10% and He blessed my 90% more than I could 100%. I've never seen that. I've done done the math 25. Now listen, people don't want to tithe. They're just thieves and robbers. That's it. They're just thieves and robbers. Truth is, they can't see. I've never been able to see that. I've done the math 25 times and I don't care how you do it 9 is not equal to 10 but you know what I have lived by faith these years and I have watched God do it over over and over and over and over and over and I say well hallelujah I don't know how but he does I don't know I just can't figure it out I I I still scratch my head at that. Doesn't make a lick of sense to me. I never quite understood how I'll pray for something and God answers, but rarely the way I pray. That that just astounds me. You see, I prayed some things. And God, boy, praise God, it didn't happen. i had been in trouble if it happened. God, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. You know, I, I run across a few people. I want God to blister them. Amen. Just a few. None of you. I just want just a few. But you know what? God blessed them and loved them and saved them and changed them. And I look and scratch my hand and say, well, man, God, I wouldn't have done it that way. But hallelujah, the way you did it. See, we have to understand that faith is believing God to do things His way, His time. And and it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Something, and uh, I, I just went to God with it. And I have learned, I've learned this, I don't go to God with a plan. If he'd asked me, I could come up with one. How many of you fellas are fix-it people? Hey Amen. You give me, I can plan, I can make a plan. He may fly all to pieces, but I can make a plan. I don't go, i am not went to God with a plan. But I went to God and said, Lord, help me to have faith in you to believe you to do it ever how you want to do it. That's why I'm believing God with this COVID. That's the reason I sleep good at night. That's the reason I'm not worried. That's the reason I'm not taking nerve pills. That's the reason I'm not scared. That's the reason I'm not fearful. I'm I'm serious. I'm I'm sorry. If you are, I'm sorry for you. I'm praying for you. But I'm not. And a lot of times that equates to the fact that I don't care. A lot of people will use it saying, well, you just don't care about your people. You, pastor don't care about... Your, oh, I love you dearly. I don't want any of you sick. I don't. I pray for you. Uh, that's the reason we bought masks and gloves. And and, and I, I, I would go to say, if you want a, a, a piece of shield of plastic around you, I'd put one around you. That's the reason we cool the uh, fellowship hall on Sunday for, for people. I don't, I don't mind you being that way. I'm just telling you where I'm at. I'm just believing God. Now, how's he going to do it? I don't know. I'm just going to try to follow God, believe God, and trust God. You say, what if you get it? Okay, he, if, he, if I get it, she's for me to have it. Okay? But then you'll die. No, I don't think so. Not until he gets ready to take me. And if he's ready to take me, I'm ready! Now I don't want to load up the next bus load, amen? But I'm ready! I'm ready! All right? Faith. Faith. There's much of what we comprehend, we can't see. Atoms. Germs. Love. Hate. Boy, sometimes I've seen hate. Loyalty. Sacrifice. COVID. <laughs> we can't see no of this. We can't see a virus. He who lives by sight lives Poorly indeed. Faith is learning to live by insight. Thus our faith is not based upon human reason, logic, or understanding. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. But God, I want to! I want to understand. I want to use my reasoning he says, lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Faith demonstrated. Number two, faith motivated. Now what motivates us to believe God and have faith? Why is it so important to us as well as it is to God? Well, number one, the pleasure it brings to God. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Faith is the key that unlocks the door to God's power, God's purpose, and God's pleasure. I want to please Him. I really want to please Him. He's not going to take lip service. He doesn't take lip service. He says, I, don't want, I want you to tell me. I want you to show me with a life of faith, without faith. Not just blind faith. It's putting a faith in Him. You know, I thought my dad could do anything. And no matter what my dad told me, I would do. He's just a man. If he told me to do something, I'd do it. Now, sometimes I was scared, but I done it. You know why? Because I wanted to please him. I really wanted to please him. I followed him around like a puppy dog. Just what I done, all everywhere. I've carried so many cups of coffee. When I get to heaven, I need a reward for carrying coffee. I, I did. You would you would never dream at the hundreds of co- cups of coffee I made and carried to that man. And. and Lord, I mean, wrenches, whatever he needed, and I just follow on. You know why? Because I wanted to please him. No other reason. I just wanted to please him. You know why we ought to have faith? Is we we ought to please God. The writer seems to suggest it matters not what else we may attempt to do for God if it is without faith. It will not please him. And someone said, if I do not trust him, then I cannot please him. You know, one of the greatest, greatest things, when you lose confidence and trust in God or a person, then, it, then it's hard, it's hard, it's truly hard to do anything for the glory of God. Or it's hard to do anything with that person if you lose trust in him or confidence in him. Number two, the power it bestows on man. Bible-believing, Bible-behaving faith bestows great power in our life. This is what Matthew 17, 20. And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall... and And nothing, and nothing, and nothing, and nothing... Shall be impossible unto you. Wow! Do we believe the Bible? You say, I got a little faith. You got to grow a mustard seed, the smallest seed, one of the smallest seeds in the world. Have you got that much? He's saying, nothing's impossible. Mark, Lamb, Twent, Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. 1 John 5, 4, For well, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is a victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So faith is that thing of believing in Him, putting your confidence in Him. Oh, my goodness. I... I wished I had the way to really make that bigger than just preaching. Number three, faith illustrated. Hebrews 11, the writer lists 17 examples how faith was put in operation in the lives of, of, of saints of God through the Bible history. He, he lists 17. Notice the classic illustrations. Abel of faith is saved. Enoch a faith that sustains Noah a faith that surrenders Abraham and Sarah a faith that satisfies Isaac a faith that suffers and Jacob a faith that strengthens and Joseph a faith that surpasses and Moses a faith that separates and Rahab a faith that solidifies and Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and others with a faith that served My, but I noticed something, and I love this. Classic illustrations, but notice this, common illustrations. One of the most encouraging things to my heart, as you read these great many women of faith, they were just common, ordinary people. They were just common, ordinary people like you and me. They were men and women who served God when it was popular as well as unpopular. These are people who stood for God when when it was received and when it was rejected. These were brothers and sisters who exercised faith when they had no alternative. They all died in the confines of their normal, everyday life, and they exercised faith. Boy, that helps me. That keeps me going. Andrew Johnson succeeded Abraham Lincoln as President of the United States and inherited the thankless task of reconstruction after the Civil War. Few chief executives have known such stormy days in the White House. There was an the effort to have him impeached. Uh, ain't that something? Uh, against that background, we can appreciate more fully the words on his tombstone in Greenville, Tennessee. His faith and the people never wavered. May it be wrote on our tombstone, our faith in God never wavers. God not only increased our faith, but may God he, him, increase Himself in our hearts to lay hold of who He is and what He has said and what He can do. That's just some facts about faith. Let's all stand to our feet. Tonight, I'm going to ask you just one question. How's your faith?